I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scoopy Radio with Brandon Robinson. Scoopy Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Heavy Live with Scoopy. I am Brandon Scoopy Robinson, senior writer here at Heavy.com. We are live on all of Heavy's uh, Facebook platforms. We've got uh, Heavy on Celtics, Heavy on Lakers, Heavy on Bulls, uh, as well as Heavy's YouTube channel and uh, my Twitter at ScoopB, which is streaming through Twitter and Periscope. In the building with my new friend, Nate Hinton. from yes, the sir. What's going on, Chief? I'm feeling good, feeling blessed. How you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored, man. You, it, it, it's about you today. Um, the NBA draft is tomorrow, and uh, your name is going to be called digitally. Million dollar question: On a scale of one to ten, how excited are you? And on a scale of one to ten, how nervous are you? Um, scale of one to ten. Um, after I hear my name called, it's definitely gonna be at a twelve or thirteen. But right now, it's kind of seven, eight. Like you know, each hour keep going by, my my stomach is getting more and more nervous and things like that. But um, I'm not too nervous, too not too anxious, just because you know it's, it's all a part of God's plan and you know whatever's meant is meant. You know, I take it on a chin. So I'm just appreciative of this opportunity and you know just excited to uh, to go up and, and start this new journey. You said in an interview in 2017 to the Gaston Gazette, because you are from Gaston, North Carolina, you said, yeah, so, yeah. turn basketball into my job. Um, I thought that that was significant. You, you went on to say that's one of the things I've done in the last couple months, turning it into a job, trying to have the mindset of a pro, doing a little of the extra work. Um, I, I'm curious to know from your perspective, um, who motivates you? What motivates you? Um, just that statement right there. Um, growing up, my mom used to always ask uh, me and my brother, you know, what, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to do when you grow up? And at a young age, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know what I want to do right now. You know, I'm having fun playing basketball. Sure. And so, um, the older I got, um, you know, because it's not a traditional job where, you know, you typically go to degree, then go to school, X, Y, and Z, then get a job. Uh, it's, it's, you gotta, you know, bet on yourself in every situation. So 
um, over years, I just kind of that kind of motivated me to show you know my mom that look, this is this is what I want to do, and this is how I'm going to do it. So, um, you know, and all the, the things that you instilled in me, this, this is this is where it comes from. So, and also that hunger, that drive, just to, to be one of the best in the game. Uh, put a lot of work in, put a lot of time in. So, um, I think that you know that's just what drives me. You are a six foot five wing that led your team in rebounding. You averaged eight point seven per game. What's in your weedies, sir? Oh, uh, actually, I'm really six six. You know, they be putting a uh, six five. I don't know why I'm six five. No shoes, but uh, okay, six six. Uh, it's it's not the weedies. It's the oatmeal. Okay, <laughs> it, it's the oatmeal. The apple cinnamon oatmeal. Uh, it's definitely get that that energizer. Uh, gets me going and. You know, I just got a neck to, to win. It's a competition. Um, you know, competition is instilled in me, and, and, and there's winners and losers. So, you know, somebody got to win, somebody got to lose, and, and I don't like losing. So, When I think of 6-6 six, six swings um, that can rebound, that can defend, you average 1.4 steals uh, per contest for the Cougars this season. Names that, that I can rattle off off the bat, um, uh, James Worthy, um, and LeBron James, um, but he's a few inches taller than you. Mm. Who do people say you play like? Um, they they kind of try to figure out what do I play like. Um, honestly, they just kind of see a dog out there. I mean, I don't think you can put a label on you know who I play like. You gotta uh, give hints to you know Marcus Smart because how he plays, his aggression. You know, he's all over the place. Um, just the, the mindset of, like, Patrick Beverly, uh, uh, Montrezl Harrell, like, the guys like that. It's not the fact that I play like them. It's just the mentality that I take on with guys like that. And also, like, you know, a little bit of Avery Bradley um, and and just the guys that, that just take pride in, in guarding. And I think that just, you know, outside of the size, I think that just to, to have the neck and have that pride of, look, I'm going to stop you. And, you know, I want to, you know, get my team stops and, and energize my team. I think that that's what – you know, the comparison can come from. I find it interesting that you mentioned Marcus Smart and you mentioned Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley is a former Celtic, now a Laker. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart is a Celtic. Uh, just in reading different things about you, um, the thing that has been brought up was they said that you met with um, with the Celtics. What were your conversations with them like, if you could share? Uh, just just the, the, the usual, just kind of, Get, want to get to know me because you know you hear you see the film you hear from coaches do your research do your background and then you know once you get to know me you see that's the real me but uh it was just really general question just kind of trying to, trying to pick my brain and see you know what i'm all about and i'm all about winning so you know the boston celtics have a history of winning and so you know that's that's kind of what kind of got those guys interested and you know we'll see what happens what's the weirdest question that you've been asked in your interview process Oh, uh, the weirdest question I think would be it was to describe the people in the room. There was a lot of people, a group of 12 people. And it was just to see like, OK, one guy is a is a farmer. Another guy is a former pro and another guy, uh, I don't know, just some random thing that like to do. But it was like 12 people on there. And I'm like, I. We're here to talk about basketball. We're, we're here to talk about, you know, we try to get on your team and, and you're trying to figure out, you know, what, what three guys look like. I'm like, they all look like farmers. They all look like, I don't know, they all have some type of thing with basketball. So I guess they're all play pro ball. But it was just it was just weird to me because it was out of the norm from everybody else. And, you know, that was pretty much it. 
What's the most asked question that you got during your interview process? The most asked question that I got, um, I think, you know, is it really real? They, they want to know, hear from me, is it really real? Like what they see on film, um, what they see here from the coaches, uh, is it is it is it the truth? Like, are, are you really you know who you say you are, who you portray to be? And that's that's kind of the thing that I've been hanging my hat on. Like, you know, can you be can you be a dog? Can you come in and, and contribute? And my answer has been uh, most definitely can. Uh, you know, I'm built for it. And obviously, it's going to be a, a road that I have to a lot of roles that I have to adjust to, and a lot of things are different. But at the end of the day, it's basketball. The goal is to put the ball in the hole, uh, rebound, and defend, and stop another team from scoring. So that's it's simple. And make the right reads and things like that. So I try to overthink it, overcomplicate it. I, I can tell that uh, you, you you made mention of is it really real? And then talking to you, when I started talking about basketball, two things lit up. Your, your eyes lit up and your whole – you sound like you were in a press conference. You were like, yeah, yeah. like whole demeanor. That's how I know I really you really Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really live this. Like, you know, when, when I said that, you know, some people make statements and they, you know, they don't remember what they, what they said. But, you know – I really said that like, I want to make this my job. And so when I said that, you know, only two people really, three people really believed it. And, you know, the more and more time things believed it. But, you know, I believed it. You know, my trainer believed it because Jody passed. And, and and my brother believed it. So they, we're the only people that really believed it because I, I really said, like, look, you know, I really want to be a pro. And, and they see the look in my eyes and they know that, you know, that's how it is. So at this point, uh, I, I'm, I'm 10 toes in. I've been 10 toes in and I've been, you know, full force ahead. Like, I'm not. I'm not playing around with it, and to seeing the proofs of my labor today is because of the, the groundwork, and you got to speak it, see it, see it, and receive it. Yeah, he said what he said. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In, in the building with Nate Hilton, I, I'm curious. Um, the draft process is very different now because of COVID nineteen than it was any other time in history. I mean, they, I read somewhere that they sent you, like, guys, they're sending draftees boxes with all 30 teams' hats in there, and then whatever team you pick, you take a picture with it on. Did you get – is that true, or did you get your package yet? Uh, I haven't got it yet, so I, I don't know about that. I'm probably my team got it or things like that, uh, but, yeah, but, uh, we'll see what happens. What are your fondest memories of watching the draft on TV as a kid? Just, just seeing the emotion and seeing how um, you literally can tell um, the the hard work and all the years of 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 kind of the struggle that some of these guys to go through and that's finally have, hearing their name called and actually experiencing with their family and seeing the emotion of you know the tr- dreams come true. Uh, it's not just the oh I want to wake up and go to the NBA. No, it's not that case. It's a you got to put the time in, put the effort in, and a lot of hard work, late nights, early mornings, like you know. Some people are based off talent, but for me, you know, the, the role wasn't easy. Um, if you told me three months ago from now, or a lot, this time last year, I was sitting in my dorm room uh, just kind of wanting it to be a dream of mine, but never knew how long it was going to take to get there. And so now, uh, a year later, um, it, it's here, and, and I'm actually about to walk into it. And, and it's not a surprise to me, but it's just the fact that, you know, everything that took to get to this point, once I said it, you know, in 2017, I want to be a pro. You know, it wasn't easy. That everybody, everything around me started fighting against it, but I had to stay down and, and keep working. Nate, tell me something. You um, you talk about just COVID and, and and just sitting in your dorm room and that hunger. I see it. I feel it. But I'm curious. Okay, so the NCAA shut down conference tournaments. There was no NCAA tournament, and then 
everybody was bored in the house and in the house board. Um, what do you think for most? You never thought somebody oh, my age would say that. No, nah, no, nah, like, nah, nah. It, was, it didn't hit me a little bit later. My fault. <laughs> but not like, like in all seriousness, though. Like, yeah. how how much did COVID and not playing college or ending your college basketball season affect you and your normal routine? Still being a college student, one and two, you, it being your last year. Uh, it was very, uh, it was very, I was really numb to the, the fact that our season was over because I'm, I'm still in my mind trying to make, make sense of it and say, well, hopefully we can kind of try it in, in, in the end of March, the end of May, April. But then I'm like, hopefully they can try to figure it out because there's some unfinished business. But um, after the draft, um, I, I didn't know what to feel. And then, you know, my coaches came to me and, you know, just asked me, did I want to, you know, have I been thinking about the draft? And obviously, I've been mm-hmm. thinking about the draft, but it wasn't a mo- uh, uh, on my mind at the moment. And so I didn't know how long the, the COVID was going to happen. Um, but once I declared, it was it was just kind of like I, I didn't – I just felt more my gear start shifting over to my dreams about to happen. Like I'm really about to go towards my dreams, something I, that I always wanted. And, you know, I wanted to play – you know, obviously win national championship, final four, you know, play college ball. Obviously, that's it's a part of the process. But at the end of the day, you know, trying to get my mom in that crib is, is, is more important than anything ever. So uh, I think that just competing and playing at the highest level and actually being a pro, like, that's what I wanted to do. And, and now I'm about to walk into it. And so that's it just made this last couple of eight months have been really the best months of my life because, you know, every day I'm waking up is a day closer to my life changing. Every day is a, a chance for me to get better and play against the best of the best. So I just think that, you know, I haven't broke my routine. Uh, my dad has a, has a gym at his church, at, at his church. So I had the keys to that. And me and my trainer and, and the, my team, KLD, Skills Academy, we've been, we've been in the gym. We've been blessed. And, and it's just a case of we've just been appreciative that, you know, we had the opportunity and the resources to do that. So now we just full steam ahead. I swear, as I'm hearing you talking, all I'm hearing in the instrument, I'm hearing the instrumental, the Meek Mill. I had to grind like this to shine like that. I'm hearing the yeah. piano. Why yeah. are you talking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I would listen to that album today. Like, uh, it just, you know, just reminiscing. Like, I literally, like, feel like uh, I can't talk about what I got. I can only talk about what I'm trying to get. And those those music that you listen to, like, you know, I used to grind like this, grind like that. Like, I really had to do that. And, and so now... I, I, I'm, I'm almost there, and, and I, I can't just lose that hunger because that's what got me here. That's real. That's real. A few more questions. One, um, the Celtics obviously were the team you met with. Can you name any other teams that you met with besides the Celtics? Uh, I met with the, the, the Orlando Magic, the, the Clippers, the Timberwolves, the Golden State, um, and Memphis and Charlotte, obviously, in Brooklyn, and the Rockets, and a lot of other teams that are kind of they're on the list. I, I just it was it was a lot of them. So, so if you're not leaving anybody out. You that's just who you remember. It's a million right. things going it's, on. I told yeah, you. right. You talked about the fact that Meek Mill was the soundtrack, and to, you just listening to it the other day. What other music have you has 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 caught your ear throughout this whole process? Uh, definitely, little baby. Uh, that's I feel like you know how he came up on QC when I was in high school. He, uh, I went to a concert of it was a QC Migos tour, and he was one of the guys that came out in the front in the beginning. And uh, he, it was just still daytime when he performed. 
And I knew who he was, but everybody else didn't really know who he was. But if you listen back to his albums of how he progressed to uh, each album, progressed, progressed. And now he said, my turn. Like, that's that's what I've been listening to the whole time. It's my turn. Like, I'd have had to really since ninth grade, since I said I wanted to be a pro, I, I had to sacrifice and, you know, play other roles and, and do other things for other teams, X, Y, and Z. But now it's my turn. Like, I'm really about to walk into something that's going to benefit me and and, and the hard work that I put in, I had to play the back end. So it, it's, it's all good. So my turn, you know, it, it's really what it is. Not to be selfish, but I have to be selfish because just like, you know, how he's talking about everything on his album, my turn. So tell me something. How often do people tell you that you look like Kobe with a fro? Uh, I've heard it like four times, but I, I don't I don't really see it. Like that's my favorite player, but like when somebody says it, I'm I'm gonna get confused. Like I, I don't really see it, but I mean maybe I had to see a side by side picture, maybe. Uh, but I definitely try to develop my mentality like him. But looks, I, I I don't know. I mean that's the first today. Okay, I don't think it'll be the last. I think it's the afro, and then like hearing you talk, like your passion. Uh, Yo, that's Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a uh, good you know comparison. You know, hopefully I I can you know live up to the better standard that he did and, and try to go farther than he did. That's a big, that's a lot of, a lot of pressure if you try to be like Cole, but uh, you got to be the best version of myself. So, Favorite two Kobe moments? Um, job's not finished. The job's not finished. That, that his uh, speech when he said that, job's not finished. And also, um, I think the one where, he was talking in the in the uh, in the FIBA the FIBA world. It was he was talking. He talked to another guy in a different language, and LeBron was like, "Chill, cold, chill, cold." But the next play, picked up ninety four feet right at you. Then bang, yep. silent the crowd. Like that's that's cold. Like just him doing that. That's like that's that killer. Like you just, you can talk trash, but you, you got to back it up. You got to. And so just seeing that passion and those those couple plays. And obviously, the job's not finished. Like, right now, people ask me how excited you are. Like, I'm excited. I am. I'm extremely blessed and appreciative that the job's not finished. You know, when you win games, it ain't about just winning the game. We try to win championships. You know, in Houston, we used to say, like, you know, it ain't about winning the battle. It's about winning the war. Like, don't tell me about a, a battle. We're trying to win the war here. So that's that mentality is, is literally me all day, every day. Don't, don't tell me that, okay, yeah, we won a game, okay. Trying to win the championship, that ring, that banners forever. Mm-hmm. Forever, ever, forever, ever. Never, ever. <laughs> yeah. I know you got a busy schedule, man. I'm gonna let you get up out of here, but um, I wish you well. Um, and keep doing your thing, brother. Pulling for appreciate you. Appreciate you, boss. Appreciate you. I, I appreciate that. My man, you heard it yes, first. Hey, Scooby Radio uh, podcast. You find this there as well. But most first and foremost, you'll find this heavy live with Scooby on all Facebook channels on the replay. Second round pick, he's projected, but my man is a killer. You, you, we left out, we left out, um, we left out Jimmy Butler. I don't even know why I ain't say that. That's that's the dude I'm, I'm be looking at the most. The young Jimmy Butler, the the, the uh, Chicago Bulls with all the vets on the team, like that's the Jimmy Butler. Because you know when I come in the league, you know, they're not gonna ask me, Nate. Yeah, go out there and score thirty. Like I know that they're gonna ask me, Nate, do your job, rebound, defend, and, and be what you've been, but, you know, take it up a little better. They want me to get better, but that, that Jimmy Butler, that young Jimmy Butler that's just going to go out there, grind, do the dirty work, and develop. And year by year, I know that 
I'm a hard worker. I got a history of it. So I'm not going to get here and change. So year by year, bit by bit, just bit, brick by brick, uh, just kind of get better year by year. And, and, and then eventually year three, four, five, six, we stamp. And, and I strongly believe that because the hard work, it's got to pay off. No other choice. And that mid-range is nasty. Yeah. We're working on That's the bread and butter, mid-range. They, they talking about the three ball, I mean, but, you know, the mid-range is the bread and butter. We're just working on all aspects of the game. And, you know, a thing that a lot of teams think that I can't, you know, not really can't, but I just didn't show that I can dribble the ball. But, you know, I played point guard in high school. So, you know, you, you can fall for the scout report if you want to, but uh, it'll just be another opportunity for me to showcase that, you know, I didn't have the opportunity in Houston. Uh, I played my role, but now if you ask me to, can you play with the ball in your hands? Yes, I can. And so that's adding more value to what I already can do, which is rebound, defend, and knock down the three ball. Enough said. We out. <laughs> yeah. And this is Scoopy Radio saying, you bring the coffee and I'll bring the Duncan. Kaboom! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.